tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. Yes. It is. It is the It's Just Money podcast, and we are happy to be here because it is week zero. It is here. College football is here. The boys are here. Let's talk to them. Let's go to Jacob first this week. Jacob, how are we? Um, like, how's your life going, dude? That was that felt deep. That felt really I, personal. I just want to know, like, what are you up to? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. Just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just. I don't, how's my life going? I don't know. I'm just ready for football. I don't. I don't care about anything else. Who cares how my life's going? I'm ready for football. I'm ready to bet football. Uh, football's on until life. February. Whoa. Nobody wants to listen how my life's going. Everybody wants to hear what the fuck we got to say about. I care game. about your life, Jacob. See, Reese honest, is here too. He cares. Interested in like a little more peppiness, but every time you get asked, you're like, huh, I'm good. I mean, I can't complain. It's not bad. Let's just be clear. I said I asked a simple question, and he said it was too deep. And then his deeper response was, "Who cares about my life?" That's deep. Uh, anyway, the other boys are here. They're happier. Reese, you look happy. How are we? I'm fantastic. Uh, we that- get a bad college football and Lions for the first time in how long? And I'm actually here for this season instead of me being in the dark and not knowing a thing all year. And excited to be a part of it. Yay. Good. Okay, Jordan. Tell the people how you are. I'm doing pretty well. Uh, just quick little tip. Schaefer came down and visited last week. And we were... Yeah, mm-hmm. I did see my friend Jordan. Yeah, I had we a fun to, time with Jordan. We're at a bar. Uh, and we were just... 11 o'clock. We're like, we kind of been sitting at this table for a long time. Let's go, like, you know, do a bar, bar experience, find a dance floor, do some say whatnot. We go up the street. We're having a good time on the dance floor and everything and then in a packed bar the dj goes ice cold i mean oh no it was some of the worst like, music i've ever four heard five straight awful songs and we're awkwardly standing there in the middle of the bar you just imagine three people in a circle with their beers just like looking around like what do we do we don't want to lose our spot in this crowded place but we're just awkwardly listening to shit music for about 20 minutes yeah. it was like we powered oh, through it come on ice cold as a dj no, that's a there's a lot of pressure up there. It's not that hard. I just think they need to take more requests, but I feel like all DJs out there are so Bro, that's what I kept saying. I'm like, dude, their job is not hard. I am sorry. No offense. <laughs> yeah. to the dude, you know what's not a good song all. and not a good song. Like this guy was also, playing some no name shit 20 minutes in a row. Normalize if they mess up changing the song. Yeah. DJs won't. They'll play the whole thing, even if it sucks. They play the whole thing. No. Normalize changing that. Get a different. Like I, if you're a DJ at, at a party or at a like a pregame or whatnot, Reese is king at this. If he misses a room, bang, change song, hits it back. <laughs> bang, we're back. Yeah. Yes, Reese. Whoever, if if the guy who hires the DJ for the uh, college baseball World series every year, if you're if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're the guy in charge of hiring the DJ, quit hiring that fucking guy. That guy <laughs> stinks. It's the bet he's playing a good song and then he's like Omaha bah, 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 bah. and it's like <laughs> it's just funny. funny what the fuck is up <laughs> <Rocks>. <laughs> he does they'll like play two lines of an absolute banger and me and Reese will like make eye contact with like, 
let's go. And then he goes, and then just plays like something stupid right after. You're like, well, let the song play. I feel like we're outside. 10 minutes that just went by. There's tall tale signs as a DJ if something is going wrong. Like, if everybody's off of the dance floor, change the song. Great point. If everybody's not like, that hard, go get a beer. That's a sign. The worst part People was honestly, no, the worst part was about that. Jordan was like, the guy, the DJ was loving it. He's like, I love this song. Oh, yeah, like, look around, it. dude. Everyone's having a shitty time. No one gives a shit if you like this song. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Switch it. <laughs> I paid money to go here. Switch the song. I'm basically we paying didn't pay money to go there. We, well, well, like us <laughs> purchasing the drinks and shit. I mean, it's covering him for the night, probably. So basically, we're paying for him. You're actually getting Reese. two stars on Yelp, buddy. <laughs> Reese is a Reese is all time pregame DJ. That's who we go to. Okay, we do have football to talk about. So let's talk about some football. First of all, let's talk about social media. Social media. If you haven't followed us on every platform, please do so. We are on all of them: Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. Um, TikTok is a good one. Some funny videos. A lot of college football content already is on there. There's going to be more. Twitter is probably the most premium one where you're going to get more often than not the important stuff. Um, Okay. Let's move on to that's debatable. Let's start rolling into it. We have a busy, busy schedule tonight, including picks. Picks are back. So let's start off with that's debatable. Um, This question was brought to you by Jordan Pierce, and it is, who should run college football? Should there be somebody running college football? And if so, if you have a choice, who would it be and what form would they be in? Schaefer can lead us off. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think there there should be someone in charge of all college football because the fact of the matter is that they are not in the same class and no offense to these other athletes who put in the time, but you're not in the same class as the diving team, the baseball team, the fucking lacrosse team. Like these football players are no longer in the same persona as these other athletes, unfortunately, because they get paid a fuck ton. Everybody cares way more. um, And therefore they shouldn't have one president in charge of all of these sports because College football now for the NCAA is its own entity. Okay. So, I mean, it's just an obvious yes. Now, who do you go to? I don't know. Do it you needs think to it's be a one singular person or do you think it's a committee? Yeah, commissioner. Think- it's a commissioner a because, commissioner. like, this will, this is going to be a, this is going to be a professional, some sort of a professional league in okay. 20 years when these guys are fucking making $3 million. So they need agreed. A Roger it should Goodell be a commissioner, whatever. So, yeah, okay. I, that's what my opinion is. I think there should be a commissioner or or maybe even just like the playoff committee now, but you can't let the same guys that are on the play, playoff committee run this. So it needs to be a head of that committee or a commissioner. And then like they got to have an age advisors. limit. They can't be older than 55 yeah. years old. Get this those is, old fucks out. There should be like a commissioner or head of college football, chief of whatever that is held in check by a board or a group of like former coaches I even struggle to put ABs on there. Ex-players. I'd say former coaches, ex-players. These people should like understand like the history of the sport and where it's at, but they need to understand where it is and where it's going more. I like commissioners so, of a conference, like a former commissioner of a conference. No, because they're diving for money. You can see what's happened. That's a bad idea, I think. They can stay where they Kirk are. Kirk Street. For all the shit I get. You could keep the commissioners Kirk. there. 
Kirk like might be the player, ex players, ex coaches, but recent. You can't hire somebody that coached in the seventies. I don't think Reese is far off. I don't think Reese is far off. I think that's a good pick. Kirby would be a good one to throw on that because he he's new school. Uh, I think like not he's not a college football personality. What he does with college basketball, I think he would fit right into that role if he was a football guy. Obviously, he's not, but Herbie would be good for that. Um, unbiased guy who loves the Matt sport, Liner, basically. Reggie Bush, those guys. Uh, That's exactly who my pick would be. I would Clatt. say we need a commissioner, Joel Clatt. Joel Clatt, by far, I think I he's think the most unbiased opinion in college football. Yeah, I think it also end up being Greg Sankey if they went direction because. He's done the most, and he's usually like the first to move the SEC conference and is doing something. So I think that's who it would be. But I think whoever gets voted, it needs to be voted on by current coaches, and it needs to be voted on by ADs. Uh, things like Please that. don't let it be Kevin Warren. I, I won't watch college football anymore and, if it's Kevin they, Warren. The problem is, is you're going to run into like what you run into, like not to get political, but a little political where it like becomes sided. It's like, well, these Big Ten teams are voting for our Big Ten guy that we nominated. We don't want to vote for the SEC guy. That shit's got to go. That's got to go. You cannot allow any like political alignments to come in. TV execs, by the way, tell them to go fuck themselves. They don't get any say in this. They can come to the board and pitch their stuff. They don't get to talk. Uh, so that's what I think was shouting there. Fair. It's interesting to think about, though, how you build this governing body on a sport that's become so big so fast. Right. But I agree. I think there should be a singular voice. And I think Joel Klatt's that guy. Um, other votes for people, I would go give Herb Street a vote. I don't think he's very biased. I've seen events or times where he kind of sways towards Ohio State. But after reading his book, that guy lived and breathed Ohio State more than I think anybody realized. So mm-hmm. I would say probably Klatt would be my number one choice. After those two, I have no idea. I definitely wouldn't pick anybody out of a conference. Especially not Kevin Warren, that bastard. No. Um, I think, well, is there any ex-players that are like kind of recent that you're like, man, maybe that'd be a good piece. Like first thing that came to mind was like, what about like a Brady Quinn or a Matt Liner? I so for just and this is me kind of a little bit being a homer. I, I'm interested to see like the route of like the Big Twelve took, and they basically hired this guy who worked for Rockefeller Records, Brett Yarmark. So he was fucking managing Jay Z, and then he had like a seat for the chairman of like the Nets. So like maybe they go that route of like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Maybe he'll be good. Maybe he won't be. Maybe he'll be terrible. But like if it's successful, maybe you look at something like that—a guy who's had sports business of hit managing yeah. a professional team or professional people, but like. His unbiased opinions and him having no history with college sports, maybe that will be good. I don't know. That time will tell. It's his first how, year, but maybe that would be a route. Throw, how long do you give these guys the chair for? Two years? Four years? Sit on that chair. And can they continue? I don't even know what. So what? what's the rule for like NBA and NFL commission? Like how can they just have that job as long as they what? Yeah, I think so. Coach. No, they're a year like a coach. Like they're like 10 years, X amount of it. It's like that kind of thing. I don't so think like I've seen Roger Goodell player. age. I don't think I've seen him age. I don't think he's been the same <laughs> age the entire Goodell. time. He's never looked but different. But think of like a, I don't know, like for, I think NFL and NBA, like commissioners. We've had, we've had Stern and Goodell for a long, I mean, it yeah, was yeah. Stern until. Yeah. Like and he's been for a long time. His current deal for, goes till 2020. And he's uh, been there for shoot. How long has he been the commissioner? A decent amount, right? Like you guys were saying. Yeah, for like 
I feel like as much as people want to complain about him, like he's got to have signed a long contract for him to still be there for what you want to pitch about him. Like it, it can't be like a every two or three year thing you've heard on it. I would say going forward that if they decide to go the commissioner route, which I think needs to happen, I think if you go that route, the first thing that commissioner needs to do is, yes, we've talked about the cap, but I also think we need to move forward with trying to find a way to basically pay every single team and have at least the the top 35% of even a Sunbelt team needs to be getting paid $25,000, $50,000 because the TV revenue is there and that money needs to start being dispersed onto the players mm-hmm. and it needs to stop being so top heavy. Whereas the big 10 is going to be able to pay their quarterback fucking $9 million a year, <laughs> five years down the road. So like yeah. it needs to be evened out. I don't know if there needs to be a cap, but we need to start evenly distributing opportunities around where <laughs> maybe a kid's I'm more concerned about, about getting paid a million dollars at fucking Oregon, whereas he would be making three million at Bama. But he's like, mm-hmm. Oregon, I'm still getting paid, but I'm playing. Like I have the opportunity to play. Yeah, whereas if, if you, as soon as you want to cut all those smaller conferences in, that the big conferences get, like we don't need them to make money. Why are we giving them money? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm worried about. Which, in which, yeah, they need to be around. Those schools need to be around. Well, that's the thing is like to you, they need to be around to average Joe. He don't give a fuck if Appalachian state plays on ESPN ever again. That's the problem is these average (laughs) Joe's that drive viewership because they're the majority of people get to fucking say what happens, which is that's, it's just going to be the game of the game. It's a a thing I'll never be able to fully deal with, but it's a hundred percent something I can't fight. So what do you guys feel like? is followed more religiously college football or the NFL? Because I feel like maybe the college football fan base has enough of at least a poll that they realize how important those upsets are like an Appalachian state over Michigan. NFL. You, People do, but they wouldn't NFL. care until the game's over. They're not going to tune in and be like, wow, that's a big game this week. As soon as it's over. Oh, let's talk about this. Well, you didn't yeah. talk about it beforehand. You don't give a shit. It's, it's legitimate ESPN newsworthy. Right. I was going to say, it's not even close. It's the NFL. Like, with fantasy teams, with, like, Madden, with all of this interaction that you have with the National Football League, playing in big cities, having a bigger population. Like, who's who? you live in Minneapolis. Who are you cheering for? I mean, you're picking 70% Vikings fans. So, like, that, these bigger populated cities. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, that's a state where, like, pro sports matter way more than the college sport does, even though they have a big one in the state like yeah. they're viking wild t wolves fans they're not minnesota gophers like they're really not right as if you could have fantasy college football though you can do so like, many uh, players pick a player thing but it's not like you draft them before the year but you could do like the daily fantasy. i think if you did like a power five fantasy football draft that would be a blast that would be a blast Keeping points would be on a bitch, though. Yeah. Okay. There it is. That's a debatable. It actually wasn't – it was less of a debate today and more of an agreement and just figuring out the fine details because we're all in agreement that somebody needs to be at the head of this, right? Can I throw one out there? So many fine details, it's hard to work them all out. Go ahead, Chase. I'll allow it. Go ahead. Maybe this is not debatable. (laughs) Maybe this is debatable. Are you pro getting a 
transfer because we've seen a lot and the news came today that Indiana transfer Michael Penix Jr. is going to start for Washington. If you're a program, arguably somebody who's trying to rebuild or a um, a team who might be fighting for a bowl game this year, would you rather restart with a freshman quarterback or would you rather go into the transfer portal and try to get a guy maybe from a power five school or something and build from It probably there? depends what your coach is doing. Like if your coach is a guy who's on a hot seat, he's probably going to take a guy that can win games right away compared to with a guy who's brand new that he like recruited himself. Right. But like as a fan, not as like what your coach is as a fan, what are you looking for? So I'm, I have a good team fighting for bowl. Yeah, say JP, maybe you're you're kind of a guy who's in that predicament a little bit. So I'm fighting for bowl eligibility and I know what I'm getting or I just have a freshman we're not sure of yet. Like you're on the the hey, yeah, you're in the 5 to 7 to 8 wins. Um you're coming off a couple of very mediocre seasons and you're like possibly we have this young guy coming in who could turn this thing around in a year or two, or maybe this guy from fucking Washington could maybe get a seven wins this year. I mean, will it really even matter? Or are we going to try to groom this guy? If he's a true freshman and he's not a five-star and hasn't had a great, didn't come in early. So he didn't get spring ball. I'm taking the transfer. I mean, to me, that just makes more sense. You're getting experience versus no experience in a guy who may or may not. Like I look at a team like Indiana who's picked up Basilic this year from Missouri and they're, I don't know what their quarterback situation is if they got a young guy, but their desperation to grab Basilic, however you say it. And what they're going to still win only four or five games, but the desperation to try to pick him up, I just, I would rather Tom Allen try to get a young guy going rather than, fetching because there's a lot of teams i was looking at that got a ton of dude like virginia tech's a great one got grant wells from marshall i mean that team's only going to win six games either way why, why are they going in the transfer portal trying to get this guy i just feel like it's an easier way out though right like you can either watch film on a guy that you know will fit into this scheme and get you over that hump or you can go wait a couple of years and hope this guy transforms or pans out to what you thought. Cause like 95% of, I think division one recruiting is projectability based. Am I way off in saying that? Like how good, how big, how strong right. this kid can get in this system? Yeah. Like there, yes, there's raw talent there, but it's really, is this kid projectable at this level? Is he going to get bigger, faster, stronger? So yeah. I feel like the transfer portal is a safer bet. Like, 100%. I don't know. Look at you. Look at Clemson next year is another great example. What if DJ is not great this year? Did they go with Klubnik? What if Klubnik subs in for DJ this year isn't great? Do they give him another chance? Or they're like, we're a quarterback away. We need to get in the transfer portal right now so we can fucking win it all. That's the team I look at. It potentially is debatable there. That could that could happen. I I don't think that's a crazy assumption. I mean, DJ hasn't really panned out so far in my mind, I guess. But panning out Clemson style is way different than anywhere else. So I don't know. That's a good question. That might be a topic next week. We can go on with that. Um, Okay, let's get to the important stuff. Week zero, lines, picks, predictions. We will go round table style as always. If we have a matching play, then that other person will give their two cents right after. Um, But this will be quicker than normal. And then we'll break down games that we want to talk about that maybe we don't have a play because I'm a, to start. I want to go around. Give me your reactions to the board. Obviously, we talked about it in the group chat a little bit. 
What was everybody's reaction to the Week Zero board? Let Reese go first because he was asking right away today about our opinions. All right. I I was looking. I like you say, Parker. Sometimes they stink. I don't know. Not having watched football last year, I don't really know any of these teams. I feel like. I feel like Nebraska, like you talked about last week, they're going to be a good team. But I feel like with a, with a new quarterback, new offensive coordinator, 13 points is a lot. And then Northwestern isn't good, but still a lot of points, especially it's not in Lincoln, it's in Dublin. Utah State, 27, that's a lot of points. Illinois, 10, I feel like. I've actually up to 11 now. I feel like is one of the safer bets. Um, doing some major things like that. And then Hawaii is moving up to eight. Hawaii Vanderbilt, that lands up to eight. Like, I just don't know uh, one that I am 100% confident in. But if I was going to, if I liked one, I think I want to go on the Illinois and then the Hawaii game. So, which one, Reese? I already got I already got skin on one, and I'm waiting to see what you guys say oh, for the other he's one. He's got skin on one already. He's got some picks in money. Is Schaefer, on. Schaefer, what was your reaction to the board week zero? Um, I think that favorites are getting hammered, uh, especially when you get a week or uh, like basically a month to think about it. Right? I mean, how long have these lines been out? Uh, two, three right. weeks. People are long there's time. only long eight time. games, so everyone's kind of who's really into this us college football fans are doing their research. I mean, we want to be as ready as they're, possible for this one week. They're also grabbing week one lines already. You've seen some of yeah. those. Uh, exactly. This, when I looked at it, it was kind of to be expected in a lot of spots. To be expected, like where I think the line would be. I didn't think that I'd have this hard of a time looking at them and being like, you know, like, is there really one or two that I like or am I going to sit with one game and just ride that because honestly like a game that I saw move right away that I was kind of like interested in. North Texas UTEP I did like North Texas and then that line moved a little bit I'm like I mean do I still like that you know what I mean so I don't I didn't love the board I didn't hate it it's kind of set in the middle where I'm like I'm not going to force anything week zero I'm not going to force anything next week uh but it's also like I felt like I was going to feel better about it to be honest, I think I'm gonna be poor. I'm gonna be pushing the issue next week. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Too many games for me to sit back and uh, watch from the sideline. Uh, throw it on action so we can kind of see each other's stuff. So like, oh, you, you guys, you guys, I'm big action. All my stuff's on there. I'm not hiding from nobody. Side Got note: I forgot up. to mention in my uh, intro, I had the lock of the year. Absolute. Oh, it's gonna be the easiest yeah. bet I've ever had all year. Um, if you ever need a WNBA pick, you can come next, come to me and talk to me. But uh, NBA, anyway, don't tell people. No, thank you, you. I'm sorry. Do you like free money? That's what I'm giving you. Yeah, but like it's not w- worth it. I dislike the WNBA more than I like free money. It's just not worth it because then you have to watch so said WNBA game. <laughs> That's fair. That's fine. <laughs> okay. I, I, I enjoy I, I enjoy watching it. So I, it's okay. Fine. Back to football. Schaefer is a football Sorry. podcast. Damn it. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Let's go to the picks. Who wants to lead us off? Week one pick doesn't matter. The game, no particular order, not by time, no nothing. Just give us what you feel great about. JP raises his hand first. Good man. Cool. I only have one play, so I'm glad I got to go first. 
Uh, oh. I'm going to take Illinois. <laughs> We're back to yeah, Johnny one going. play. I forgot about George. Quality over quantity. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, – to be honest with you, there's a couple of reasons I decided to fly this way. Uh, I think you take him at 10 or 11? Uh, 10 and a half, actually. 10 and a half, I think. Yeah. Sucks. Uh, so It's been moving. Yeah, not fun. But to be honest with you, it was – I think Illinois is a legitimate – chance to win six games in the Big Ten. I think they'll be improved from last year. Uh, they'll need to start out 4-0, though, and they'll have to go right through this Wyoming team. Illinois is going to be able to run the ball. They always do under Brett Bielma. He always has the ability to build good offensive lines. They bring back six starters on def- or on offense. They bring back seven on defense, and they give up 22 points a game. I think that defense is going to be too good for Wyoming, who loses Xavier Valaday. They'll lose Chambers in a quarterback. They lose another quarterback in the transfer portal. Uh, they lose a lot, uh, like offensive line, running backs, quarterback. And that's a team that wants to run the ball a ton, have fun running the football on a team like Illinois on the road, a Big Ten team that's used to playing in the West. Everybody tries to pound the back. So I just think it's it's not going to be like a 40-point blowout, but I 38-24 or something like that, you know, or like 21, somewhere in that range. Like they're just not going to let – Wyoming score a shit ton of points. Like that's just too hard for them to do. Okay, Illinois. Schaefer, did you not have that? No. Uh, yeah, I was gonna bounce off that, uh, JP. So I, I do have that. Uh, nothing in yet for me, but I, I'm staring at a a two teamer right now with Illinois at seven. Okay, I think that the way Illinois plays, I think this is gonna be a seven Are you point about a game. Ah, uh, yes. So I te- okay. I I got a, Illinois at seven. Well. Sort of. And then I'm looking at – I'm staring at Vanderbilt money line right now. You can get those odds at plus 102. But, honestly, probably take it down. I think I'm going to just take uh, Vanderbilt at probably a field goal, um, get better odds there. Uh, first of all, talking about Illinois, I think that the way they play the football game, they're going to want to control the ball. I think Chase Brown is one of the more underrated backs in the Big Ten. Uh, and I didn't even know until I was doing my research, my boys, Xavion Valade transferred to Arizona State. He was mm-hmm. – that he was similar to like what Illinois tries to run and Wyoming wanted to pound the ball and keep him going. And without him, who knows what's going to happen. They got a lot of fresh new faces. Uh, Somebody made a good point that they've lost a ton of dudes to transfers and sometimes they can fill spots, but Wyoming just not one of those teams that can do that. They didn't bring guys in to fill the holes. They're going to be right. Exactly. So they're not, they're really not filling spots. Uh, this is going to be a tough road test. And like you said, JP, this is a must win for Illinois. Who's trying to get back to a bowl game since I believe 2013 or something. Uh, so this is going to be a big game for Illinois and Bielma to get rolling. So I like a touchdown easily. I think JP is going to be fine with his 10 and a half. Um, and then as far as Vanderbilt's concerned, it's not that I'm high on Vandy. Uh, it's just that with an SEC defensive line going against literally the last team in the Mountain West last year. And Illinois or Hawaii, their their passing game is okay. It's probably the best thing you can talk about them, but the line play is poor, and this defense is bad. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to get out of Vanderbilt, but I think for a rebuilding year and trying, trying to get back to uh, being somewhat uh, competitive in the SEC – you can't slip up by games like this. You got to win the easy ones. You got to win the non-conference games if you're Vandy. This is a this is a must win for them too. 
Uh, and I think that they're just going to get it done. I don't know. Two and a half, three points seems fine to me. And I'm assuming that's about a plus 120-ish range. So, Okay. Well, I'll bounce out off the Illinois pick. Uh, I'm not taking them itself. I, I don't know too much about Wyoming, but I do like this. Um, it's the only parlay I'm playing this week. Two-teamer, first team to score on both. I have Utah State scoring first against UConn and Illinois scoring first against Illinois. I mean, I'm mean, sorry. Illinois scoring first against Wyoming. Yeah, the orange plus one hundred two. Okay, what? so what plus is one hundred two total? Plus one hundred two for that parlay. Like, what is like the that. Utah State one? That's got to be minus a zillion. Minus three thirty. Oh my! That might be. That might be my play. I gotta get that in. That sounds Are you like serious? Plus money. I like all that. I think all of us should take that. You said minus three thirty. That wasn't cheap. But that's something you can get some decent odds to boost a parlay with. Yeah. Yeah. Utah State, Illinois, first team to score, parlayed plus 102. Yeah. I got you. I like that play. Yeah. I feel like I'm betting against bad defenses there, and I like how Illinois starts the game on defense. I think Bielma actually is an above-average defensive coach. I might be crazy in saying that. But last year against Nebraska, obviously, it's kind of a similar situation to Nebraska as this year. They were good defensively. Very good. So two man is a good defense no matter how you spin it no matter what division you're in for sure so that is my first play i would like to share reese do you have a decision after our input i was yeah so the one that i did take um talking to one of my friends another one of my friends so i would um with the line moving up as much as it as much as it is and it's just a late night game i think it'd be fun for a saturday after i sprinkle some bets in during the day um hawaii plus eight I uh, don't know if anybody else is going to be touching that, but I like it just because I think it's going to be a game where Hawaii's going to come out and just be slinging it, that Vanderbilt defense. Um, up front's going to be all right, but the secondary, they return a couple of guys. But um, like I said, with their new coach, uh, was it Coach Chang? Um, I mean, they, their defense wasn't that great in the, uh, in the Mountain West last year. They were last. But it's, they just got to keep it to within a touchdown. And I don't think Vanderbilt is a team that's going to score enough points or stop them enough on defense to make it a two-score two game at any point, especially late in the game. Um, if the flying Hawaiians can figure out what – or the Rainbow Warriors can figure out what the hell they want to do with the ball. Um, so I like that one, especially to end the night. But then as you guys are talking about it, um, Illinois, I think, is another another safe bet to take, um, especially with – Bilma, you know, he always starts the year off pretty solid um, over there. And then you're bringing back, you're running back Chase Brown, who's a thousand yard rusher last year. Um, JP mentioned a Wyoming lost numerous guys, but they only returned four guys on their defense. And that defense finished 99th in rushing last year. And then Illinois is just going to go to the ground and pass on with him. So I think Illinois is another good one. Not, I don't think like, like you guys had or Schaefer had a, a touchdown. I don't think. 10 points as much of a sweat. It, it's like you're going to the, the Illinois will win the game candidly. It'll probably be a two score game. But you're just going to be, you might be sweating out at the end for that, that 10 points or something like that for that coach. You're raising your hand, Parks. You're muted, though. Yeah, Parks, you're muted. Oh, got me. Good. Uh, Reese, going back to your Hawaii pick, I love it. The last 12 home openers for the Rainbow Warriors, they're 11 and 1 against the spread. 11 and 1. Don't bet Love against that. the Rainbow Warriors at home. Love that. Don't do Love it. That. It's called jet lag. You ever heard of it? One, one that I was looking at today too, just a random one that I'm because like I said in Nebraska, that 13 points I feel like is a lot. 
Nebraska to win by one to six plus four seventy-five or seven to twelve plus four hundred on DraftKings. That is one where I feel like I just throw like you throw like a half a unit on and that could make a day. Uh Schaefer, going back to what we were talking about earlier, to score against UConn minus three fifteen, actually not three thirty. So yeah, I Right now, Parks, and now since you gave me that, I love that pick a lot. So I parlayed it. Um, I'm looking at right now a parlay with Florida Atlantic to win. Um, and I was going into it. I, I'm even staring at the spread there thinking if it stays at seven, I like Florida Atlantic. Uh, once it gets to seven and a half, then you're kind of pushing it. Um, I just think when the Koski Perry back and the way he played last year, he had 20 touchdowns and seven interceptions through for a ton. I think he's going to have a lot of success against a poor Charlotte team on the road coming into Florida Atlantic. So I don't know. I, I think that offensively Florida Atlantic's got what it takes to put up some decent points against Charlotte. And I just don't think from what research I've done, I just don't find Charlotte to be very good. Um, so right now I'm staring at Florida Atlantic money line minus 280, Utah state first to score minus 315. You're going to have to pay a little bit. It's minus 128, but I mean, that's nothing in an arm and a leg over. Uh, so I'm staring at that, that I kind of like as well. There you go. Um, okay. JP, do you have it? No, you don't have any more plays. I'll go to my next game. I'll talk about a game if you guys don't touch on it, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Going to my next pick. I have two picks within the same game. I'm not parlaying them. I feel like it could be a one in one scenario, but I like it. Um, I like Nevada minus nine. I think New Mexico state sucks. And I think Nevada is better than people thinks. Uh, Nevada averaged 36 points a game last year. And New Mexico State gave up 42 and a half a game. So I think Nevada could put up a shitload of points, which is the other pick, the over, over 50 and a half. Both teams' average total per game was 64 and a half. That's their average. They had higher. So uh, I like a lot of points, and I like Nevada to cover the nine. They're already there is there's no Carson Strong, and all the receivers are gone. So, like, that's the scary part is that all those guys are gone. And you saw what happened in the bowl game when they weren't playing, uh, was not good. So I, 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 I'm betting, I'm sticking to the bet against bad teams. New Mexico State is a terrible football team. Terrible. They are already 36 and a half point underdogs, uh, at Minnesota next week already. (laughs) Yeah. New Mexico State. They gave up almost 500 yards a game and 40 points a game last year. Like, yeah. 40, 43 points a game. They are terrible. Could you guys name me the head coach of New Mexico State right now? Uh, Jerry Kill. Nice. Good job. Coach, who gives a shit? Is that the coach? Yeah, the coach out of Caesar? She, Old, Caesar yeah. on the sideline? Old nice. Minnesota coach. No, not the, gonna rap, go back not the rap. He had the brain condition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you. I can't get anything by this guy tonight. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, okay, next play. Who's got one? Anybody have any more plays? Or I'll talk about another game that I'm really excited to watch. Anybody have one? Go ahead, Jordan. Bueller? Okay, cool. North Texas at UTEP, I think, is going to be a very exciting conference. Pick them. Uh, yeah, North Texas moved up from a pick of to minus three. Uh, the Mean Green are looking to get back on track. I mean, they used to kind of run Conference USA in some spots, and they've had four wins. They went four wins, four wins, six wins last year, so they did get to a bowl. Uh, or they did not get to a bowl game, sorry, uh, but they were bowl eligible. And so this team, I think, has the potential to really, really blow up on offense. They were really good offensively last year. 
they have a 28-year-old starting quarterback who played minor league baseball and came back, and now he's the starter. Uh, a couple they have eight starters back on offense and a really good receiving core. I think they'll be really, really good. Uh, I think last year they averaged around uh, about 28 points a game. And I think this year they could reach that 30 mark. So I like North Texas in that. I lean. Uh, UTEP, on the other hand, coming off seven wins, which is really good for that program that usually is just god awful. I mean, zero wins in 17, one in 18, one in 19, three in 20, and then one seven last year. So it's an up and coming team over there, uh, really trying to do something in El Paso, but maybe a one off last year. So I think the main greener to win that one. That's a nice three. That'd be the other other game I'd play. Very late night game. If you're into college football and all the small schools, that's a game you want to turn in, tune into. Am I far off in saying that Texas, like I, am I crazy for saying that North Texas's brand is sweet? <laughs> I know we, we talk about this all. I love it. Lime green person. Like I hate Oregon stuff, but it kind of works oddly. It does. I mean, they are the main green. Maybe because it's with a white, not like a gold or a yellow or anything. I, I get you. I like. UTEP. I get that. I like the UTEP miners. The orange could be a little more orange instead of like creamsicle orange, almost like just not, not too good for my liking. Uh, Schaefer, I know you're a Conference USA guy every once in a while. Oh no, no! Where did you get that? <laughs> I every hate once in a while. Oh, it's just bad. It's bad it football. Bad. I just, it, it's really, it's, it's really, really bad this year. I think it's the worst conference. It may be worse than the MAC, but then I think the top of the conference USA is better than the top of the MAC. I do, I do lean a little bit North Texas this weekend. Do, uh, if I was I really like, would have liked to get looking. that, uh, in a pick them instead of the three, but I'll deal with three. For sure. Um, okay. There it is. That's all our picks, right? Everybody got their picks off their chest? Yes. Oh, no. No, no. Say it. Quit singing to me. I mean, I didn't. I just didn't know where we. I Hold on. Listen. Everybody just thought their speakers broke. What the hell? What? I just, I mean, I am going to play the biggest game of the weekend. It's not a big game, but it's the biggest game of the weekend. And I'm going to be damned if I don't play it. So, um, Sure. Just move. He's going to take what Vanderbilt. Mean? What do you mean, JP? Are you dumb? What, am I, what am I speaking? Jimbers? We, we didn't mention it once. Nobody mentioned the Nebraska game one time. See, that's where I didn't know you were going. I thought you I, know, I did. I mentioned it. I mentioned who did you, th- who did you, you did think that was the – I said the biggest game of the it. weekend. I thought you were being smart. Schaefer, don't you fuck with me. Not today. <laughs> I, I'm – what do you mean? What's your pick? <laughs> do you want to do you want to talk first? <laughs> what do you want me to talk about? There's nothing to talk about. Okay, we're just yeah. That's okay. Fine. Has Nebraska lost six straight, and have they not covered in the last thirteen season openers? Yeah, they haven't. Man, What's your this point? Guy, this guy's just adding fuel to my fire. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just I don't really have a ton. There's not a ton of research, not a ton to say about it. It's just. It's Northwestern or pass for me, and the fact that the line just keeps going up, uh, I just really like a lot. Um, they also return a thousand yard rusher. Uh, we've seen Patch Fitzgerald in this in this spot before, where like they coming off in a dog shit year, and Fitzgerald's 
shown that they can bounce back with good years and with not good talent, to be completely honest. Um, and I think that, I don't know, I just got to see it. It's going to be the only Nebraska game I fucking play this year, so I have to play it. It's one of eight games on this weekend, um, but I'm just going to go ahead and either either Nebraska is going to be Nebraska or they're going to win by 40. And if they win by 40, good for them, and I lose my money. That's okay great. That's fine. Like, well, I can live with that, but what I can't live with is not betting against Scott Frost in week zero. Like, I just can't – the slide, the sliding down the pole, acting happy-go-lucky. We got guys puking every day at practice. Like, I'm done with the bullshit, man. I'm here to, I'm here to hear the truth. As if I'm a Nebraska fan, I want to hear the fucking truth. I don't want – I want to stop hearing that it's going to be different. Let's have it be different, Scott. Change it. I don't want – I don't want this. Well, the good win. news is the good news is Schaefer picked Northwestern. Schaefer sucks at golf football. <laughs> this is see, that's the thing is like, man, I like I said before, I just don't see myself losing a bet this year. Uh, and, it starts, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it starts. It starts. That's what you love to hear. Starts this weekend. Starts this that's weekend. That's a pretty good. Starts idea. the morning off. We just. <laughs> We're just going to go 1-0 every game. The, that's the 11 o'clock game, 1-0. Then we move on. What do we got at 3 o'clock? Illinois-Wyoming, 1-0 again. What do we got at tonight? Hawaii-Vanderbilt, 1-0. I'm not looking at 2-0, 3-0, 1-0 every four hours. That's what I'm looking at. Can't keep this guy down. That is the last pick of week zero from the It's Just Money podcast. That's how we're going to wrap it. Wait, so um, okay. Saber, do you think do you think they'll win, or are you just taking the spread? Do you think, the, do you think no, I'm taking the spread. The I'm taking the spread. Okay. I'm taking the spread. I just don't see – in all honesty, I just don't see Nebraska's offense. I mean, it's new, and the talent is on their side. There's no you question. You can't see Nebraska's it. offense. You can't. <laughs> but that's what – like – You have no idea. There's yeah, like you said, no idea. A bunch of new guys, a bunch of new turnover. It's probably gonna take two or three quarters. They might win this fucking game by seven and eke it out. That's perfectly fine to me. That's what I got. So, Shay, did you hear what I said about the Lions? Like Nebraska to win by one or six plus four seventy five, seven twelve plus four hundred. No, like I might, I might throw a little something on that, man. Um, I will mention this. A little bit of a different note, but did you guys know that it's going to be all home? Nebraska's wearing red and Northwestern's wearing purple. I like interesting. That we'll do that. I, I think like you got to do, do that to go overseas. The white would be just boring. Kind of do it. You're out. I thought that was pretty cool. Red versus purple. It'll be interesting, but uh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, <laughs> I am. I'm nervous. That's all he's got. But he picked. But he picked him. But he picked him to go eleven and one. I was gonna say the eleven and one pick is gonna look really, really sweaty if they lose week one. I told you. I let's be clear. Before I said eleven and one, I said this is the most important game of the year. I don't drink it. I fucking chug it. I chug it. Throw a little. Vodka. I chug the Kool Aid. Um, Come on, Scott. I'm excited for it. Should be uh, a fun day. College football is back, so it couldn't be that bad. A, it could be that bad a day. If they lose, it doesn't fucking say, matter. I was what's say, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> it couldn't be that bad. Uh. Okay, let's go back. Let's go off this. Let's go to a happy note. There's our week zero picks. Uh, I promise if you place all of them, at least one of them will hit. At least one. <laughs> uh, okay, we will post those uh, no Saturday morning or Friday night. Uh, we'll just post screenshots of our actions. That way we can follow along and you can follow along with us. It'll be fun time. Okay, let's go to something more fun. 
Uh, JP, would you like to introduce the uh, question draft style competition you came up with? Yeah, so I don't know if you guys, I didn't think draft maybe is best to describe it, but I just thought it was like, we all come from three different fan bases that tailgate. Uh, it's like completely set up, completely different. You guys probably tailgate go to games with I do. When Reese goes and visits, when he went to Lincoln, when he's been to Iowa City, it's been completely different. So I wanted everybody to kind of design their tailgate. Like if you're going somewhere and you have unlimited resources, you get to do whatever you want. Not unlimited, let's not, I mean, let's reasonable. If you're going to design your own tailgate, everything, what does it look like? Because I've thought about this. I think Max amount of pitches. No, <laughs> unlimited resources. He said pitches. We, we respect females here. So, yep. for example, like, do you want to be in the parking lot by the stadium or do you want to be at a house down the road, that thing? Like, your thought process there. You want me to go first, kind of give you an example? Or does somebody have an idea? Go ahead. Yeah, lead me. Okay, so, like, mine would be, like, on – in the parking lot under like the shadow of the stadium, you know, like in the corners of parking lots, uh, when the road this dude really thought it out with the exact <laughs> spot, the exact spot of where it's at. We're in the shadows yeah. and shit under the well, northeast corner. <laughs> so, like when they start the rows in parking lots, sometimes they have like trees for cover and then like a big grass area, just like as a divider. Taking like one of those corner spots and getting all that grass to yourself. That's a really good spot. Or in Iowa City, they have Melrose, which is all the houses right next to the stadium and they have their front backyards. That'd be sweet. But I think you got to have a couple of those tailgate tents running, depending on the time on what food. But I think wings, got to have wings at a good tailgate. Uh, meat and cheeses, like finger foods to just kind of grab and go. Burgers, brats, and then charcuterie board. Sure, that's a word. That's a fancy word. Uh, Meats and cheeses. Yep, 100%. I think that would be perfect. And then you have to have at least one or two TVs if you're kicking off at 3.30 or 6.30 to watch the games throughout the day. Have to have those. Obviously, cooler stockpile with whatever everybody wants. But I think, like, the ideal tailgate has has some music going, not too loud. You don't want it blaring through the whole parking lot. But it's, like, got bags or it's got uh, the ladder game out like 10 to 15 people max. I think that's kind of your sweet spot. Like, Did I, you say the ladder game? Jordan. Yeah, what's that ball? Elite game. Oh, no, that's Jordan. it. Ladders. Jordan. What? Certainly not the ladder game. I'm getting, go I'm getting goosebumps right now. I'm trying getting to explain it. I'm there. The I, I feel like I'm there. <laughs> also, like for IO games, 11 a.m. kickoff, you got to have like a Bloody Mary bar or you got to have like breakfast burritos or stuff. So it depends on the time. But I think wings hit any time of day. This kid's reading my paper. What a bastard. Okay, I'll go. Picture this. 55 degree morning, right? You wake up. You play at 1030. Good start. Right? Good start. You go I'm sorry, 230. Okay. You play at 230. You get there, I don't know, 8, 9 a.m. It's a little nippy out still, right? You got a little sweatshirt on, maybe a little hood. You got your good koozie. Your Yes, absolutely. You can smell it. It smells like a college football Saturday. You get the ribs on the grill. You get the ribs on the smoker, sorry. The hot dogs on the grill. And it's just an electric atmosphere. Everybody is there for the same reason, to just watch your state piss pound another one. You're, you're starting off. You're 2-0. and Everything's right in the world, right? There's co-eds 
walking all around the tailgate. That's what I'm talking about. That's college football. It's the best part of it. A little cornhole on the side. I'm thinking 12 to 15 people, probably four to six children. That way they can have touch football going on on the side. Got to have touch football. Otherwise, it's not a tailgate. Random. They always find grass anywhere. They'll walk the yes. blocks for a patch of grass to play that. Absolutely. Um, cheesy taters for the morning snack. That way, that's a nice, warm little snack you got there. Out of the, you know, the silver throwaway pants. Unbelievable, right? This is just picture perfect. Uh, touch football is the, my biggest must. It has to be going on. However, I will say if it's an 11 a.m. kick, then I'll go breakfast burritos as well. I think that was a great call, JP. Breakfast Walking burritos are a must. Don't sleep on them. 2.30, 6.30. They're so easy. You can get a ton of them going, and they're delicious. Don't forget about that. They're delicious. Do you feel like an alcohol change needs to happen if you're playing a night game? Like you need to start with this and end with this towards the game? Because I don't know about you guys, but I don't really enjoy being hammered in the stadium. Oh, I'll get going there. Yeah, I was gonna. That was well, you're an alcoholic, Chaper. So this would be part of my spiel. No, JP, I don't remember that Iowa game with you much. You were at the game with me, but no, the the Ohio State game. Oh. Yeah, we weren't sitting together, but you don't remember much of that? Nope. That would be my biggest fear. <laughs> that would suck so bad. I'd go to that game. It was a great like, game, apparently. I remember it. We remember it. That was a great game, apparently. Suck. <laughs> okay, well, there's my painted picture. Schaefer, what do you got? Well, I mean, talk, going off of that, I mean, yeah. when when the, le- when the leaves start falling, the leaves you start You ask, falling, I deliver. The leaves start falling, the weather gets a little colder. I just... You know, Saturday morning around 11 a.m., I itch for beer a little faster than I do in a summer day. All right. The Miller Lite is going to be flowing a lot faster. Just to go off your spiel, I know you said you don't like drinking before games or whatever, but I feel like I get a few beers in me. No, that's not what he Then said. I start, then I start to, okay, not drunk, but like a good solid buzz to where like that seventh beer, I'm like, I want to fucking kill Mike Gundy today. I'm going to kill that fucking bastard. <laughs> Anyone on that Oklahoma State sideline, they're dead to me. This is game. This game's over. We're winning by 30. It doesn't matter. Beer number eight, then we're ready to go in the game. We're ready to rock. Anyways. Um, going my perfect tailgate. I mean, I'll just base it off like a realistic experience of myself. Um, bringing in like an SUV or a truck uh, to where you can bring a, t- a tent or a canopy to throw over the back of that, uh, especially in like a September game. It get, oh, kinda, so gets kind of hot. gets hot. You need some shade. Um, as far as food, I'm not a big food guy. I think as long as food is there, because when I'm drinking, I just need to put something in my stomach. So I think something easy, like a, if it's a morning game, like an egg bake, like you said, a burrito, um, something you could like warm up before you leave for the game. Because like throwing a grill – and it just takes up so much space. No, you get so like if you maybe if you have blackstone ones that are the propane. Get a griddle tabletop, you scrub. <laughs> but anyway, something like maybe even like barbecue pulled pork or like wings you can make the night before. Something. Oh, easy. what is this? A graduation party? Possibly <laughs> something easy. You're feeding a lot of people because at my tailgate, everyone's welcome. We're ready to get fired up, talk about the game. Okay, shit. You're making us sound like assholes for like our ideal number. Everybody's welcome here. Kind of, <laughs> well, I mean, my tailgate's cooler than yours. It's just not the point I'm making. Oh, uh, fuck t- that. Everybody can come. T- but like, <laughs> TV is a must. A you're not over like whelmed. You're not flown in and having to move every five seconds for a car or whatnot. Like, I, I think this is your spot. I think I'm not going to your tailgate. Hey, guys. <laughs> 
I let you finish food. your tailgate. You let me finish mine. Let me finish my tailgate. But yours sucks. <laughs> Reese is already there. He's like, this is the one I want to go to. I'm already having the most fun there. Yeah, picking uh, all three in my head right now. I, I'm I'm adding. Uh, so yeah, TV's there, and then a pro- beer. I mean, you got to throw beer in there. It doesn't matter if it starts at 11, starts at six. Beer is always acceptable with everyone. Maybe a couple of fun liquors. People are like, I don't know. Everybody's into fucking fireball, blah, 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 all that dumb shit. Um, and then, yeah, music. I want my music kind of loud, all right? I have a playlist that I play on Saturdays. Gets me going. Gets me hyped. A lot of the songs are stuff they play in the stadium, so you're already basically there. And then by kickoff, you're ready to rock and you're roll. You're already basically there, he said. <laughs> you're basically there. Also, oh, side note, because Iowa, Iowa State has grass lots. I hate tailgating the grass lots it's an absolute shit show i'm getting a parking spot near the stadium in the parking lot so i'm closer and it's just a much better environment do you find with the grass spots though you can kind of like widen yourself out and get like an extra couple feet yeah yeah i mean like this is you and you do not come out of those kind of kind of um but when it rains it's an absolute shit show and also when you find in the grass lots are a lot of just dumbasses like the kids who are like I'm driving up games this weekend to get fucked up. And are you going to the game? Why would I go to the game? Who are we playing? Like, yes, it's that are. kind of shit. So, like, uh, the people who pay for parking in the parking lot, like, they're a little wealthier. They actually give a shit. They got nice seats in the game. Like, they care to talk about the game. Those are, like, my kind of people I like hanging out with. Makes me kind of sound stuck up, but that's just Schiffer, my environment. have we not sounded stuck yes. That's who we are. Is we care about the whole sport, so we're. Oh, always- okay, okay. I was like, I didn't yes. know. You're, yeah, but I agree. That's yep, what I yep. Meant. Let me paint another picture for you, really quick. <laughs> so you know, back in the day, where you see those posts and TikToks from other people that are like, uh, "Picture this: you wake up, cartoons are on TV, um, your mom's cooking you breakfast, you can smell it." Yeah, fuck all that noise. This is my life. You wake up. It's Saturday morning. You get a little pop, a little big red soda to get your day started. Lee Corso's yapping on the TV about who knows what. Mom's screaming in the background because you got to get the house clean because people are coming over. She's telling you to clean under your bed as if they're going to fucking look under it. And it, that's a Saturday. That's what I'm talking about. That's what a throwback. Here's an opinion for you guys because we had a little bit of an experience. And maybe other schools do this. But, I mean, when we went to Arkansas last year, they had, like, that block party. And maybe right. that was just because it was homecoming. I don't know if they normally do that. I'm not a big fan of that. That kind of was dumb. I'm not a fan. I don't care for a DJ to like, it was like, it kind of reminded me of the college world series, like a big DJ. Everybody's just drinking. Nobody. I mean, it's it's kind of a dance party. It's like, I'm going to a football game. I'm not going to the fucking club. What are we doing? Southern hospitality. Not real. (laughs) Wasn't real there. You got yours all painted up. You look like you've been thinking mega hard over there. I'm just trying to pick which one of these series I want to go to. I think you need to go. I've been to a tailgate in Iowa, Nebraska. I got to go to one to Iowa State so I can figure out which team I want to go to. Where did you tailgate in Iowa? For. Just the frats or what? Um, it was, I don't know, my buddy, the Filmers, they had a spot. It was like when I was oh, in, they had like a family tailgate. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like when I was like in fifth or fourth grade or something like that. They put like Ball State on some. It was a shitty one. It was like raining all day. It was not a good experience. But you went to Parks' like Fred family tailgate, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. but that wasn't the full effect. I feel like to get a real full effect, you really, do you feel like your tailgates are different for night games? It tears. It tears. Oh, dude, like, it the tears 6 o'clock game yeah, is perfect. The 6 yes. o'clock game is the best fucking tailgate of all time. But mm-hmm. I would argue that you don't really get there any earlier or later depending on when it kicks. 
at least most spots. If you have a reserve, I would agree with that. If you kick at six, you're still getting there at eleven usually, or like eight nine, like eight nine there for a long time. Yeah, and Reese also. I feel like the weather is a bigger play in this than we've been made it out yeah. because, like Reese, when we were there, it was hotter than ball sack outside. It was crazy hot. So that also makes a big, big effect. They were littering people out like a lady passed out like the second quarter. Yeah, in the stands, we saw like five or six Salvation Army trays of human beings just getting carried out of the stadium. Yeah, it was hot. I believe you. I, okay. I am very, obviously, I'm very just going over that just reminds me how excited I am. Like, I, people are like, it's <laughs> got me fired up. Like, come yeah, on. I, I love, to, like, people are like, I don't know, you guys are like, it's the game, it's the game. I understand that, but like, just being around and being around the people and tailgating and, Getting back to it, it's just like, just so fun to me. It is no, just it's just like class. it's just it's fucking college football. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> That's right. right. Turn your speakers down. I hope I blew them out. I'm watching <laughs> Ole Miss Tennessee right now. I'm just like, oh, what game could I rewatch today? Just like, go I've bounced around. Nothing better. Tried to watch. All right, Reese. Reese, we need your ideal picture perfect tailgate what you consider a great tailgate okay give me okay we're in a parking lot mm. you and a buddy you got spots next to each other you both got trucks you both got trucks you you can use one of the tailgates for your food setup one of the mm. tailgates can be for your TV you got a canopy mm. over all of it yeah, man. Food, that's huge God. that's huge for food, for food, you don't need to go crazy. I like the idea of like, like walking tacos, maybe some cheesy potatoes. I like that idea a lot. Mm, Those right little, little, little Smokies, little. Uh, <laughs> Good call, Reese. Good call, Reese. Um, you gotta have bag. You gotta have bags. Um, mm. gotta have a, you gotta have a football round. Even if there's no kids around, there's gotta be a football round in case. Guys being dudes. Just gotta throw a ball around. You need to have a ball around. Um. Reese is just going to go to random games this year to host tailgates. He's just going to be toasted tailgates everywhere. I'm going right. to show the I'm going to show the orange up here in Syracuse how the fuck we yeah, throw Reese back in the Midwest. Jump but. on TikTok with some Syracuse tailgates and get people <laughs> fired up. Yeah. See what they all know about their town. Um, but other than that, I mean, I would just say like, yeah, you don't want it to be big. I wouldn't say you want too many people. I would think like you guys are 12, 50 people, like perfect. Um. Nice ratio, men to women. You know, you can't have too many. You know, it's got to be good right there. I don't um, know. That's important. Honestly, that important. I don't think there needs – I don't think the ratio counts at tailgates. Sometimes the guys just need to be dudes at tailgates. I'm going to be honest. Are you talking – Schaefer is like a sausage soup guy. Like, he's a big – just <laughs> that's what he likes. Just dudes and then a I, couple chicks. I'm with the – dude, I'm <laughs> – <laughs> I, like, I like I like sharing the other. You gotta you gotta have some beer though. You can't you can't be just like dry. You gotta have some beer. If you're not even, I'm not here to fucking host a frat party. Have, I'm here to be with the boys. We're watching football. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've object- we have strongly objectified women twice in this podcast. That's on Schaefer. <laughs> I, I said they could come. Schaefer said stay the fuck away. <laughs> I never said that. Never That's what you said. Uh, okay, we can go, we there can it go is. Go back and find it. Um, tailgate 
fun. Uh, I feel like if we had to, we might actually post a poll. Who came up with the best tailgate? If you listen to this, then you can vote. I mean, if not, if, if Reese doesn't win, it's a fucking sham. The Little Smokies poll was out yeah, of pocket and out of this world. I didn't think about that. Didn't even think about that. I said meats and cheeses. I could have just Little Smokies. Nachos. Nachos would be a good one, too, but I feel like it's hard to have nachos for a lot of people. How you gonna do that? We we named the good foods. We named the good ones. Pulled pork. Get that shit out of here. It's gotta be a great tailgate food we're missing, but that's for another episode. There it is. All right, that was everything. We covered everything. The week zero picks, most important part of the episode. They're in. Not very many of them, but there will be throughout the year. So make sure you place these. We'll get off to a hot start. If you're not already following us on social medias, do so. Um, Jacob. Do you want to play a song? Uh, sure. In honor of uh, the biggest game of the weekend being in Ireland, let's play Shipping Out to Boston. How about that? I love it. Shipping Up to Boston. We got it. Sorry. Yeah, thanks. But it's a very Irish song. I get the yeah, vibe. Yeah. I get the vibe. It sounds Irish. Shut up, Jordan. Yeah, All right. <laughs> Everybody. Have a happy week zero. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Get your picks in. Play piano, man. I'm a sailor!